0: Hi, it's Susan. When we're out looking at homes, kitchens, of course, are one of the most important reasons why you select a house. So we're going to do things a little different today in this video. We're going to introduce you to our kitchen. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about some easy to make recipes. Uh, After people find that perfect house, that perfect kitchen. Then in some cases, they admit that they're not chefs or they don't enjoy the cooking process. So with a little help and a few ingredients, we're going to teach you why and how you can use your kitchen um, for events or for family gatherings. Um, We're standing in our house uh, at our kitchen island, a little bit too tall to really bake at. I typically use the counters, but we're gonna use this today to show you a recipe that's kind of near and dear to my heart. It's old, it was my grandmother's, my dad made it, my mom made it, and we still make it for uh, family events. So let's start with the easy method. Easy method would be, If you prefer to use a cake mix, you can get a regular 9 by 13 yellow cake mix, which can be made in the standard pan. We're going to go one step further, and I'm going to show you a really simple by scratch recipe to use. You usually have everything in your uh, pantry or cupboard already, so let's do that. Let's have some fun with it. First of all, we're going to make a pineapple upside down cake. They're very pretty to serve for a brunch or dinner or event, and they're super, super easy to make. So I took a half a stick of butter. Uh, If you're going to use the 9 by 13, you're going to use a full stick of butter. And I melted it, um, just cubed it, melted it in the oven as I'm preheating the oven. So with the butter melted, I'm going to make sure it's all the way around. I did spray the pan ahead of time just so that the sides were easy to release the cake. So now here's the fun part. We're going to sprinkle a little bit of brown sugar. And my recipe is going to say about a half of a cup. You can use a little bit more, you can use a little bit less. Um, It kind of caramelizes, so it really makes the cake great. It also helps hold everything to the cake. So I'm just gonna kind of make sure that I have enough to cover the bottom of the pan. So we're gonna move that around a little bit. Then the magic's gonna begin with the pineapples and the pecans and the cherries. If you're not a nut person, you don't have to use the pecans. Um, You can make this. Same recipe in the summertime with fresh peaches. Um, You could use apricots. You can kind of vary it a little bit. So we're going to use a standard can of pineapple slices. So the first one in this cake pan, because this is only an 8-inch pan, if I were going to use this as the primary way that I made this cake, I'd probably use a 9 or 10-inch round. So we're gonna start with the middle one because we may have a little bit of gapping that we have to do because of the size of the can. So start with your middle. And then we're just gonna lay our slices around the top. And it's gonna kinda look like a daisy when we get it all done. So we've got the pineapple slices all laid out we've got the brown sugar and are the brown sugar and butter under it then we're going to use some standard maraschino cherries and drain these you don't want them to be too wet and you're going to put a good one in each of the little pineapple holes so this is going to create the bottom of your cake which in turn is going to be the top of our cake when we invert it and flip it upside down that's the name so now we've got the cherries in place we're going to sprinkle a little bit more of our brown sugar on top and if you have brown sugar that you haven't used in a while Um, You can always put it in the microwave for just a few seconds, and I do say just a few seconds because you can also catch it on fire pretty easily. I can speak from um, experience there. So we're going to put the brown sugar on top, and then we're going to take pecans, and I use whole pecans. Some recipes for this use chopped pecans, but I really like how it looks in these little cavern holes that are gaps between the pineapples so let's put those let's add a couple more because everybody wants a pecan at our house when you have a piece of this cake now mind you i grew up having this cake because my grandma made it my dad made it my mom made it and my father-in-law loves it my kids love it so it's it's a pretty big of our uh, family pleasings So here we go, we've got the cake, the bottom part all ready to go. Here's the easy part. Now we're gonna make a cake from scratch. So when you're making a cake from scratch, it really takes flour and sugar and eggs. Takes a little bit of um, uh, salt and baking powder, but most things that you have in your cabinets are ready. So we're gonna take three large eggs. This works best if they're at room temperature. So once you crack your eggs, you're really going to just beat them until they're well mixed. Once they're well mixed, we're going to add one cup of sugar. I like to mix that in a little bit before I add the other dry ingredients. We're going to add a fourth of a teaspoon of salt, and we're going to add a teaspoon of baking powder. Now if you want to know the difference between baking powder and soda, you have to get my son Andrew in here. He'll give you all the scientific methods of why you use one versus the other. I just do what the recipe calls for. That's been handed down for years and years. So we mix it all up. So you're going to see the consistency, I would say, is heavy egg yolks now. We don't want to over mix it. You're seeing that I'm mixing it with a fork. You can mix it with a whisk. You can mix it with a hand mixer. You could even mix it in your regular standard mixer. But this recipe was really developed before people had electric mixers. So it is what it is. I continue to do it the same way. This is one cup of flour. So once we have all of the dry ingredients in, we're going to add the cup of flour. Now, just so that you get the vanilla kind of equal throughout, um, go ahead and put that in first. So put the vanilla in, you can put it in now or you can put it in after you get the flour, but I kind of like that all mixed up together. And it's a teaspoon of vanilla. And so you'll see it kind of separates a little bit from your mixture, so it's kind of nice to put it in before you do your um, flour. So we're just gonna sift the flour in, and you can do that a little bit at a time. Most recipes like you to add a little flour mix and then a little flour. It helps keep the cake very fluffy. If you dump all of your dries in at one time, sometimes your cake's a little bit more tough. Um, So we had a cup of flour, a cup of sugar, three eggs. Uh, We had a quarter teaspoon salt and a teaspoon of baking powder. There's your cake from scratch. If you want a white cake from scratch, go ahead and eliminate the yolks. So just use your cake egg whites so or you can use egg whites. You want it to equal three eggs though and large eggs are preferred through the process really gives you the right consistency. So we're going to mix that up. You're going to see that you still have still um, quite a bit of the dry flour ingredients here but what we're going to do is add a third of a cup of the pineapple juice from the sliced pineapples. So hang on to your juice. Once you dump your pineapples or you use them from the can, make sure you keep your juice. And that's going to give us a little bit more liquid through the process. So we're going to just beat this for eh, a couple of good strokes to make sure it's all mixed up well. And that's it. So now you've made a cake from scratch. So we're going to add this cake mix to my prepped pan that has the pineapples to it. And we are going to add that in slowly. Um, We want to add it in slow so that we don't disturb how this is all. hmm, I got a little spot here of flour. So let's add this in pretty slow and fill up all the gaps so we've got this creamy yellow from scratch cake and I'm gonna tell you I cheat a lot I use cake mix so and it turns out just as good so so we're just a little bit from the top of the cake pan and it will expand just a little bit So you wanna make sure when you're making this, you don't fill your pan to the absolute rim. So here we are, we're ready to put it in the oven. We're gonna cook this for about 30 minutes. We're gonna check it 35 minutes at 375 degrees. Um, You really wanna make sure it's done throughout. That simply means we're gonna do a toothpick in the center. If it comes out clean, then it should be ready to pull from the oven. In my experience, this takes a little bit longer, but at 30 minutes, I'll check it. And if it's starting to get brown on the top, I'll cover that with foil. That'll keep the bottom of the cake, which looks like the top right now, um, very smooth and golden. So the golden color is kind of important. Let's put this in the oven. All right, in the oven, 35 minutes-ish, and we'll have a great cake for you to try. Once we get through the process of it cooking for the 30 or 35 minutes, we're going to um, bring the cake out, let it cool for about 10 minutes. So you want to put it on a platter or a pan that's large enough to hold the cake size with a little bit of room so it's easy to cut. And about 10 minutes after it's been out of the oven, we're gonna do what's called inverted. We're going to take the cake pan out uh, and it's going to end up being kind of like a picture perfect cake for you to serve. Again, great for brunches, great for Um, birthdays we're going to celebrate a birthday this evening here at my house so we're going to have some pineapple upside down cake to enjoy if you have any questions we will post the recipe online welcome to our kitchen again if you have questions about kitchens cooking we're going to kind of give you some hints over this year some fun things to do